Anonymous Let's Talk is a, a project about change and writing creatively. It's a chance to tell stories and to share personal experiences. It's an Arts Council England-funded project currently being offered to inmates at HMP Hull. Ian Winter is the project lead. Ian, a poet and playwright. Um, helping Ian to deliver some of the workshops are invited guest poets. Toria Garbutt uh, from West Yorkshire has been helping Ian for these uh, first two or three workshops. I'll be chatting to Toria shortly. Holding it all together is a good friend of ours, Mark Rees, playwright and producer for this particular project. I'm sure Mark will be right on top of the finances and doing all of the uh, crossing the T's, dotting the I's for the project. So, Ian, it's good to have the three, well, the three of you around the table here. Ian, tell me how this project has come about. It was with a conversation with Louise Yates, who's in charge of Back to Hours now, the, is it the Roots and Wings project? And I was talking to her about talking about the play, what I'd already written about prison set in the 60s, about a young lad who is awaiting the sentence of death. And I was talking to her and something about doing things in prison. And then uh, I was talking to Ellen Goodman, independent producer for 2017, and Ellen really championed it as well. So Ellen says, look, I'll fill in the application for you because I've not got to fill the applications in. So Ellen filled the application in and we managed to get it. And it's been championed by the Norway Trust, Udjul Slidisers, Ull City Arts and HMP Ull. And the Arts Council, of course. And the Arts Council of, you know, the Arts Council thinks it's a really good project. Everybody you talk to thinks it's a good project because it's, it's not actually about going in and teaching. It's about going in and giving people effective questions which develop cathartic change. It's quite philosophical, isn't it, sorry, when, yeah. we're in, when we do some of the projects. And you just give them a little playing card with a proverb on, and everybody all spends about two or three minutes just talking about that proverb and what it means and what it means to different people. And then they write down what, a different one based on the same principle of what they've read, and then take it away with them. Like today, we had a young lad there. He, uh, we gave him five cards today, and he rejected all five of them. So I don't want them, don't like them. But he's getting released in two weeks, so he's feeling a bit anxious. He suffers from anxiety. A lovely little lad. He gave me these five cards. I don't want them. And when I read them, everyone related. Just coincidentally, talk about karma and everything. Everyone related. Well, give, give me some examples then, of these little I proverbs. I've got the cards with me, Jerome. I'm not oh, come on, you'll have some on the top of uh, your head. About being released and about setting a new path and showing other people the way and stuff like that. Everything what he'd need to do which was causing his anxiety, because obviously once you're released, you've got to prove to people you've changed, you're moving on, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. He's just been offered his job back. Somebody's wanting him to take him for a meal when they go out and stuff like that. And you could see he was anxious whether he could fulfil what he wanted to fulfil. So when we looked at him, I read them all out, and everyone related to him, didn't it? Yeah. And I gave him one little card which said something like, I will do it. And he wrote that one down in his book. So looking at that all week now until next week, I will do it. Right. So what, what's the sort of ultimate aim of the project then? How, how long is the project? The ultimate aim of the project is to break down. When we go through life, we're all the same. We build walls, we carry rucksacks full of bricks. We talk about community, we talk about society, but sometimes society or that feeling of society only exists in an inner circle of friends or in a family. Society is not what we expect to be where everybody looks after everybody. One of the sayings today was, we are all relatives. And if you want respect, respect everything in life and you'll get respect back. So it's to break down barriers between the community of the prison community and the community as a whole. So we see things in a different light. I mean, talking to some of them lads in there, they're there just because of misfortune. Things what have happened to them. 
drugs and stuff like they're not bad lads they're just there because of misfortune and some people think they're there because they're bad so this project is to prove that we're all relatives we're all one we're one community and the more we relate to each other and the more we understand each other the more chance we have of changing somebody else with cathartic change by your stories we're changing things by creating stories somebody tells you a story around the table the old lads relates to it straight away and thinks, well, I thought I had it bad. I thought I had it bad. Yeah, I can relate to that. And they start interacting with each other. And you can see the change in the room. And they're coming the next week and they're buzzing from the week before and they've been writing. And you know, you, you can see in their eyes, you're changing them. Toria, question for you then. Yeah, so Ian's talking about these inmates <laughs> opening up. Have you yeah. found them equally sort of revealing in their writing? Absolutely. Uh, just as easy to open up to a woman as to a bloke in yeah. that sort of environment. I think the thing is we went into it with a real open-minded, open-hearted attitude, prepared to go in and be honest with them. And in a way, when you go in and you're honest in that way, it allows them to be honest and to respond to you authentically. The kind of stuff that I write about anyways is autobiographical and confessional. I guess not the kind of thing that you would normally talk about in everyday conversation, so... Right from the word go, they feel as if I've told them something very private, which I have. And so with that in mind, you show them how to do it back. So straight away, we sort of went in with a view to knock that wall down. And and, and actually, they've probably found it, I think, incredibly therapeutic. There's something about, like Ian said, writing something down. It takes it out of your head and it almost says, I'm drawing a line under this now. Now that I've got it out, that's not really me anymore. That that was me. You almost set it in your past when you write yeah. it down. And I sort of said, you know, because my stories, I've done all kinds of silly things, but in a way, the worse your stories, the better you're going to do on this course, you know, because you, that makes the most interesting material. Yeah, and that's um, why I wanted Toya on it, because she's she's honest, <clears throat> she's forthright, she's lived it, and you can see that they just open up to her and, and relate and, and get that empathy. And the inmates have got the uh, added sort of security of um, anonymity with this particular yeah, project. Yeah, so yeah. no well, one's actually writing the name in their workbook or on well, sheet one of paper. One or two of them do, but we, they give, they can give, one lad last week gave me his book because he'd opened up and he'd put something about a love story in his book. And I read it over the weekend, I was in the office yesterday reading it, and I thought, that's nice, that. It's nice, that. And they, they gave it to me so nobody else got it. So it was precious to him. So it is anonymous. I think there's a real stigma around poetry because generally our previous experience of poetry has been in school and for many of these lads school was a bad experience and so they kind of came into it with an attitude of I don't understand poetry I can't write poetry I don't know what the rules are worried about spelling punctuation grammar and really they're all writers they've all got something interesting to say and I think when you take away the rules and you just say actually it's just about writing confessing, sharing, there aren't any rules. What you find is that really we're all writers. We've all got stories to tell, you know. How difficult has it been to get the lads to engage with this project? Has there been a real willingness? Regards group-wise, the first day we had four, and within five minutes, they engaged in there. Yeah. Within about five, they didn't engage fully, but you could see there was ticking over. There was ticking over. They went from falling their arms to opening up, pulling forward in the chair, weren't they? And then this one one button they started talking. Mm. We went on the classrooms today, we went in seven different classrooms, didn't we? Yeah. Spoke to them all. Tori read a poem out, I read one out, and they're really engaged, didn't they? Yeah. The majority of every class engaged. Oh, I'm coming next week, I'm coming next week. Yeah, because there's two strands as well. There's the journey 
of the participant's journey, mm -hmm. but there actually are some outcomes. There are performance outcomes mm -hmm. as well um, in so, July. Mark, in July, tell yeah. us what those performances are going to be all about. So there's to be. This is all building up to those that want to do it. Uh, there'll be performance in the prison, at least one, maybe maybe more, and then um, we'll be employing some actors and and or poets to take it out their words, then go out into the community. And there's a performance for the rest of the week, Tuesday, Tuesday yeah, through a, to Saturday. There's a workshop at Lonsdale Centre. It was going to be a performance on the evening, but it clashes with an autistic group. So I said, well, don't change that. I'll come in and do a workshop for you. And then uh, we've got Freedom Centre. There'll be a performance in the afternoon at Freedom Centre. Freedom Centre interested in doing workshops on the slip talk regards anxiety and things like that. We're hoping to have a performance at one of the libraries and work with the libraries in the James Ricketts Trust, hopefully. And there's a performance at Cardoma on the Friday and the Saturday, which will be two full days performance, two full days ex art exhibition and performance. The art exhibition will consist of dust sheets, which have been used on sites and plaster and stuff like that. They'll be dyed different colours and then street art will be applied to them. And also stencil scenes of, like one of the lads wrote down today when he wrote, even a bird in a cage sings, the lad who thought that he'd made that up. And... Uh, Better to light a candle than cast the dark. And the one what we all like, even monkeys fall from trees, which is, that's getting to be like a little bit of a logo, even monkeys fall from trees. Don't judge me unless you've walked in my moccasins. Don't fire the arrows of others. Don't make a path. Create a trail. These seem we to be... We live in the skin of a child. Stop me, stop me. <laughs> He's going to go on. Stop it. And on, and on with these little proverbs now. <laughs> This seems to be a huge step that these, these lads are taking. I can understand perhaps somebody in the sort of quietness of a room just writing some really personal you know, bits of poetry down on paper, but for them to actually then share that with the other people in, in the group mm -hmm. and even to stand in front of you know, a much wider group at the end of the project to perform mm -hmm. these pieces, that is a huge undertaking Massive. for these people. I think we can't underestimate that. And at the very core of this, I think, is the idea that language is a very powerful tool. And these sayings that Ian's coming out with, actually, those sayings, they become our internal dialogue. And for a long, a long time, I think a lot of these lads have had real quite harsh inner voices like we all have at times, you know, and I think it's really important to, to, to give them this new way of thinking in order that they can start thinking about themselves in a new way and then go out and project a different energy into society and be a different person ultimately. I really believe the words in your head shape your reality. And so it's not only just about giving them new words, but encouraging them to start thinking about what kind of person they want to be now. What kind of things have they done and what kind of things are they looking forward to? And really, that's what we've been talking about. Where have you been and where do you want to go? It's not just about producing some poetry, actually. It's about, it's a restorative project. It's about rehabilitation and yeah. going out and, and being a new person. And like we said, you know, people love, people love a success story. Be that guy that comes out of prison and does something amazing, you know? I think that's right what Tori is saying there. They walked in the room this morning and they came in late because they'd been in trouble on one of the wings. And as they walked in, they was excited because of the drama, what was going on, but there was also buzzing to be there, wasn't there? It's nice, yeah. And one of them said to Tori last week, is Tori coming next week? I said, well, I don't know. I said, we've only got so much money for guests and stuff like that. He said, but she lightens, she lightens the room up. And that is the secret. She does lighten the room up, but it's what Tori just said. They come into that room and we allow them to switch the dark off 
It's like stepping into the sunshine for them. It's like stepping in the sunshine for them. And people don't know they can be creative either. And right. what, what that creativity does, whether you write one poem, one line, or just think about all these things, isn't it? It's that sense of self Absolutely. suddenly starts to develop. Yeah. Because Absolutely. if someone's told you all your life that you're rubbish, right. that you're bad, that you're this, that, all through school and all your life, you start to believe it. Exactly we all do, that. don't we? We all you do know. exactly that. And that's and the journey this, I've been on. Although you're not going to change the world, you, I think you could, I know you're having an effect yeah. Sure. on those people and even if it's in a small way and that sure. lad who wrote those three or four poems that he can't stop suddenly yeah. developing that creativity even if he never takes it any further just does it for himself it's a ripple effect though isn't it you know yeah. and even absolutely. passing on those messages to his children yeah. or his friends or other yeah. people absolutely one of the inmates said yeah. to one last week he was saying oh, counselling and things like that and the other one says what do you need a counsellor for he says, just stop telling you thing, yourself certain things and start telling yourself other things, which is exactly what you just said. We've got to spend our life on the negative and not tell ourselves the positives. And when they're in that room, we're concentrating on the positives, aren't Definitely. we? Definitely. I think there's something uh, really powerful just about saying well done yeah. as well, you know, as daft as that yeah. sounds. Well, they probably haven't heard that exactly much. Right. Either, so, exactly right. Yeah. And I think that's why this lad yeah. we were talking about keeps coming back because yeah. he enjoys feeling good about himself. Are you getting the impression that these conversations are spreading beyond the classroom? I can just imagine sort of the lads standing to get their, their dinner yeah, in no, the evening. Telling, they're telling the, 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 cell, the pal pad mates, they're telling people on the wing. Today we mentioned acting and uh, one of them went, oh, yeah, any acting? One of the classrooms went, oh, is he acting? And you looked and you thought, well, he just switched on. Oh, is he any acting? Mm-hmm. It's each to his own. But you're surprising how, how much some of them, some of them sit there, like Tori was doing a poem today and one of them says, what now? Are you doing it now? And the teacher says, let her get it on. And she did it. And this lad was writing away one interest. And all of a sudden, this little lad, I don't know how old he was, he put his pen down. And he turned round and looked at Toria. And his little face beamed up. And I thought, it just shows you. She's doing a three-minute poem. He's listening to a minute. In the next two minutes, he was absolutely in awe. Something very natural about coming together and sharing stories. It's what we've done for hundreds and hundreds of years, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Thousands, hundreds of thousands yeah, of years sure. since the very yeah. sitting around a right. fire in a cave right. telling stories yeah. is, is, is but it doesn't matter whether you can read or write or anything. You can everybody can tell a story. That's yeah. right. And and that's the defining thing. That's absolutely you right. Know. You know, it's the oral tradition of storytelling, yeah. isn't it? We can all do that. Because we've all got a story and there's the real key to it. Everyone else is interested in each yeah. other's stories because we, we all want to know. That's why we watch reality TV shows. We're nosy and we want to know how other people live. I think we're supposed to connect as yeah. humans. We're supposed to swap stories, listen to each other and connect. And it's as simple as that, really, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. what sort of impact is your engagement in the project, Toria, having on your own writing? Oh, a massive impact, you know. Because as a writer, you can't help but just reflect on everything that's happening in your life and... and when I come out of the prison and I go home, it's like, it's so much a part of me. We, we chat about it's it. It's funny, it's like therapy for us, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, you know. Yeah. And it makes you think about things differently. It's really challenged my perceptions yeah. of prison and of prisoners. They bring up some real interesting points. Something that surprised me was that a lot of the lads are glad to be there because it's given them an opportunity to, to heal, you know, and, and, and to reflect on what's happened and to, I suppose, to... In a way, it's freedom from the responsibility that they couldn't yeah. handle. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's it's given me some great material for. There hasn't uh, been one moment, has there, where anybody has been discouraging of anybody else? 
No, that's not the old, that's the other not thing. Not one moment, and you can tell that they applaud each other. They applaud us when we do stuff, don't they? Yeah. And there haven't been one moment of discouragement. Yeah, well done, mate. Well done, mate. And you can see them. The the, the feeding on this energy, like you say, well yeah. done, well done. In a weird way, being in prison, it's a real leveler. Nobody's bet. Nobody feels that they're better than anybody else, and that's quite yeah. a refreshing space is, to yeah. walk into, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. All we have to do is convince them that we're also on that level. Yeah. And then we're there, aren't we? We're yeah. all on a level. I think they found that in the classrooms. When we were on the classrooms today, I think that they looked at us when we walked in the floor. Here's, here's a bloke from CIDs after somebody. He's brought PC Garbutt in as well. So much going on here. <laughs> and when we started talking to them, they were so all right, weren't they? Yeah, the energy shifts. I'll tell you what was interesting as well. We walked into one classroom and I, th- I think we'd be doing maths or something and the energy was so flat. You could see the misery in the oh, faces. Yeah. By the end of it, we had a room full of really excited Yeah, they were laughing, weren't they? Yeah. Asking where to sign up to come and write yeah. some poems. I mean, yeah. that's pretty exciting stuff. Will it get us off maths? <laughs> <laughs> so all in all, I think it's, although it's an organic module, which we're trying to create a module which works in every prison, every school, every community centre, take it into places where they've got anxiety and things like that. I think by the time we do the the 20 weeks of this course and get the performances done, I think we're going to have a, a, a good module. So I think, yeah, a good big thank you to the people what supported it, yeah. you know. So, Toria, you've written a little piece in response to your own experiences, yeah. your own engagement with these inmates. You've got it recorded on your phone. That's right. Let's share that. We sit in a circle, me and these lads, these tattooed, lassoed, scallywags, and I know them quicker than a click. These are the lads of my youth. If I close my eyes, we're back in school, back of the class, me playing it cool and talking too loud and fast. Or we're on the grandstand in the park, them showing off, us drinking Mad Dog 2020 before it even gets dark. These are the lost brothers of my tribe. Those ones who fucked up and fucked off and ended up banged up inside. For now, we sit and talk and they suss me out. I tell them everything. Stretch my heart and mind wide open. I tell them that they can do this because I am imperfect too. And here's the best bit. In this class, the worse your story is, the better you'll do. They pass around my book and say, rate nice things that makes me feel accepted. And within five minutes, we establish we are equally respected. They talk about their birds in words never heard about me. I hope to fucking God she'll still be there when I walk free. And they talk in these contradictions. This one lad, it's mad. He don't make the connection how funny he is a generous thief and he sits fired up to fuck and tell me that he can't feel his emotions and I want to make him see so I nod my head vigorously and agree and then I implant some new thoughts subliminally I tell him mate you can do what you want if you believe and then he tells me Well, he likes to clean that as a teen, that he did it for his mum and then he made the tea so that she wouldn't get a hiding when a fella got in and then he runs this loud, long, fast list of this and then 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 expecting that at the end. 
I must be truly convinced that yes, yes, that this lad, this lad, he cannot feel. I tell him that I understand and that all of those things have been kept out to survive, but I tell him that if he starts to write that slowly, safely, they can all come out and that if he will let himself open a tiny bit, he can start to unpack and feel love once he's cleared out some shit. And he sits and he frowns and then he protests again. And I beam back wide-eyed hope. And then he picks up his pen. And the lad opposite is sensible and kind. He lost his baby last year and then he lost his mind until it burst out of his fists and all over a face. And then two years later, he's got a qualification in counselling and he's truly grateful to this place. And most of them are. Relieved to have had time to let wounds heal and form scars. And then the lad to my right, He's the one, he's the one that I'll cry about when I'm in bed tonight because some of them get right in your heart and you're not entirely sure why. He's a man, but with the wide-eyed, dadless sadness of a lost boy. And I tell him, well done, well done, well done, until it is embedded so deep that he hears well done lad in his fucking sleep and I tell them please 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 replace those harsh inner words with new ones please speak to yourself like a child like I've done after years of bad lad bad lad or slag or shit mum these can be our new ones we are good enough good enough good enough good enough good enough just come up with another little sort of uh, phrase that you might want to write down, Ian, for anything. Sentences and sentences. Hey, yeah, there's one we've not thought of. Well, I just thought it was a cliche, that's why I didn't do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a photographer. I'll show you. We'll discuss it.